All week and all throughout Thursday, MPs have been debating whether this country should intervene militarily in Syria, following the, of course, heartbreaking scenes of an alleged chemical attack by the Syrian regime. It's our own MP, Andrew Bingham, that has a say on whether this country gets involved. And I'm very pleased to say that Andrew Bingham joins us on the line from Westminster just before he's about to vote on what might be the first of a few different votes in the House of Commons on this very matter. Thank you very much for joining us, Andrew. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm great. Yes, uh, we're speaking on a day where it's um, been quite a controversial day. Um, you're in the uh, you're in the uh, a big debate. It's been happening all day uh, about Syria. Um, that's something I want to ask you about in just a moment, though, um, Andrew. Um, but first, since we spoke a couple of months ago, um, back in February, um, you was doing a lot about the uh, the bypass, um, the A57 bypass. Um, what, what's, hap- what's been happening um, since with regards to Glossop? Yeah, well, there's been a bit of progress on that, Lester, which I'm pleased about. The um, I... I went to see the Chancellor, actually, some time afterwards, uh, because obviously I've been working with the uh, the Secretary of State, the Transport and the Roads Minister and all this sort of stuff, and I decided I'd go and have a word with the Chancellor as well, because at the end of the day, he controls the purse strings, and uh, I, I put a good case to him, and uh, consequently I was delighted that uh, not long after, he's, he's announced that the government is now doing a review on the Trans-Pennine Road links between Sheffield and Glossop, uh, which obviously the uh, the bypass is probably more Barnsley, but it's the Trans-Pennine Road links, including Sheffield uh, and Manchester. So since then, I've um, I've spoken to the Secretary of State, who uh, obviously we've been in recess for a few weeks now, but when we go back, I've uh, I've got to go and see him and say, now have a chat to him, you know, how this study's going to be done, how long it's going to take, and what I can do to make the case again for the bypass that we know Glossop so badly needs. And I understand people are frustrated by saying, well, surely, you know, we've been down this way before. Surely the case is made. I have a lot of sympathy with that. But I've got to deal with the here and now and what's gone before. Um, A route-based strategy has been done on the M62. Uh, That was published a while ago, which I've read. There are some good factors in that. People think, well, what's that got to do with Glossop and the bypass? Well, quite a lot, because it is a a trans-Pennine motorway, it's a trans-Pennine route, and it highlights one or two things about the M62, which I think are salient points in in our campaign to get this bypass. So there's been quite a lot going off. Um, as I've said before, I don't report every action in the press because I don't want to build people's hopes up. You know, that's happened too often. So I don't provide a running commentary, but what I can give people as an assurance is that, you know, I'm still working very hard to try and make this dream a reality. So, like you say, you don't really want to build people's hopes up. That was my next question. Should we all be getting excited now? Well, I think the, the fact that the, that, you know, following my meeting with uh, with the Chancellor, the fact that now it's been announced that there, there is a study, a government study being looked at, at this trans-Pennine situation, then I think that really is, uh, and, you know, I've spoken to Johnny Reynolds from State of Vision High, who, as you know, you know, despite our party differences, we're working closely on this. He and I both think that this, is, this could be a significant step change for us. You know, it is back on the government's agenda, that's my view. Fantastic. And uh, as we mentioned a bit earlier, um, Andrew, there's a a big topic of discussion, uh, not only in Glossop at the moment, but worldwide, and that is, of course, um, 
what's happening in Syria and uh, maybe whether we should take military action against them. Now, um, we're speaking on the day where the big debate is being held, or the first um, of what could be a couple of big debates. Um, now, you're in the House of Commons today. Um, you've just left there to come and talk to us. What are your feelings on the matter, Andrew, and, and how will you vote on it? Right, well, my, my feelings are that, actually, I do not believe that we should get involved in any military intervention in Syria uh, as a country. And I actually don't think military intervention, intervention in Syria is the right thing anyway. I think we've seen various military interventions in the Middle East, um, and, you know, what's come out of them? You know, I'm never sure what's come out of them has been right. So I've been quite clear, and I've been quite clear with uh, the party hierarchy, that I'm not in favour of our troops getting involved. Now, the motion that's before the House tonight isn't actually for that. Um, it is more of a in-principle motion about military intervention. But I... I don't really feel able to support that because I actually do not think any military intervention is, is right in Syria. I think what's going off in Syria is appalling, it's dreadful. You know, some of the scenes that, uh, that are available to look at are, I mean, they're truly horrific. Mm. Um, but from a UK point of view, I'm not sure we should be the world's policeman any longer. Um, and as I said, military intervention in the Middle East, it, you just look back in history and it, it's just, it's a litany of, of actually disasters. Well, you don't have to look f uh, as far back as, well, 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago to when the case was being made for, like, Iraq, really. I mean, similar kinds of discussions were going on then, and it was almost, uh, like, 10 years later. Well, what have we learnt, really? And, like you say, can we still be the world's policemen? Yeah, and I, you know, I don't think we can. And also, uh, to be fair, I think what happened over Iraq, you know, the, the whole basis why we went into Iraq, which we now know, was a false premise, has cast a very long shadow. And I think many MPs, including myself, who weren't in Parliament when the Iraq vote was taken, many MPs are very, very sceptical about military intervention abroad. And rightly or wrongly, we're probably sceptical on evidence because the evidence that was presented 10 years ago proved to be flawed. Now, I, I think that the evidence that may come about the chemical weapons, I, I don't think that will happen again. I don't think any, anybody will be, uh, um, shall we say, um, what was the phrase, like a, a sexed-up dossier. I don't think that will happen. But I think we've seen what happened in Iraq. And uh, to be honest with you, Lester, I think that, um, I mean, I've been in Parliament now over three years. I think this is the biggest thing that I've had to vote on, the biggest thing I've had to sit and think about. And I know that my views do not chime with the Prime Minister's, and I do know that, you know, I probably won't be a very popular member of the Parliamentary Party by uh, by this time tomorrow after tonight's vote, but that was, I'll have to deal with that. As I've always said, I'm, you know, I'm here to try and represent the views of the High Peak, and I know from my email inbox, from phone calls, text messages I've had throughout the day, in fact, over the weekend, I am, in fact, I can pretty much hand on heartless to say that I don't think I've had a single email from somebody saying we must go in and we must sort Syria out. Yeah, I mean, your views um, do seem very uh, similar to my own feelings, really. Um, really, as bad as the images are in Syria, um, and as much as we do need to sort of try and do something, maybe we don't need to do this. Mm. Yeah, and, you know, the, the, it is such a complicated thing. And, uh, you know, as I said, I've, I've read I've read and thought about little else now for, for a good 
two or three days, and you, there's all the issues about the uh, the United Nations, um, the Security Council. We can't get unanimity. If we had a UN resolution, I think that would be different. I'm not saying I would be supportive of the UK getting involved, but that that would make a lot of difference, um, as we did, as indeed we did over Libya. But we haven't. The Russians and the Chinese won't support it. And what worries me is the level of sort of escalation or uh, or retaliation that will come to any any military intervention. Well, it's a uh, contentious uh, point of uh, debate that will uh, continue to rumble on really and um you're doing the the vote on it and and uh, well I, I thank you really for making your your opinions um extra clear to us um in glossop because we uh, a lot of people will agree with your point of view and some may not um but uh yeah it's always good to find out what our local mp does think yeah and, I, and i've tried very hard to ensure that everybody who's emailed me about this I've tried to make sure that everybody has actually had... I mean, I'd, I'd normally write back to people so that they know it's got my signature on. I've actually broke that convention to get an email back to people where I've laid out my thoughts in, in fairly just sort of open way so people know exactly what I'm thinking or why I'm thinking it. And I know that not everybody will agree, but I'm elected to try and use my judgment the best way I can. And the, the, the Prime Minister has said, this is, a, this is a, a, a judgment call, and I've used my judgment to the best of my ability. Well, what's next for you then, uh, Andrew? You and Glossop. What's in the pipeline? Well, obviously, we. The, the, I think you know people say, "Well, what's the big issue in your constituency?" And I think in the Glossop, I mean, this bypass is, is the big thing. And uh, you know, when we, we we're down here for a couple of weeks, then it's the conference recess, and then we come back. And uh, as I said, um, I've had a letter from the Secretary of State regarding this review. Um, I asked to meet him, and he said, "Yes, that's fine. Let's put a date in the diary." So that that will be my, shall we say, my, my big priority for for Glossop when I when we return in the get back into harness, as it were. Fantastic. Well, it's always good to uh, catch up, and uh, I know the previous interview that we did was very well listened to and uh, commented on. Um, so maybe yes, uh, we'd like to keep in touch with you uh, going forward, Andrew. Any time at all, Lester, because I'm a great believer that um, you know people should be able to contact their MP. I always pride myself as trying to be as, as accessible as I can to be as many people as I can and, uh, you know, good luck to the radio station because it, it's, a, it's a great vehicle for people to actually, as I said, pick up their MP's thoughts and, uh, and, and you know, what's happening, shall we say, in the, the big world of Westminster. Fantastic. Well, I'll let you get back to the, uh, to the debate and the vote and thank you once again for joining us tonight. Okay, that's it. Thank you and good night.